Hi there. Thanks for tuning in to the GeForce Podcast, a show for car enthusiasts by car enthusiasts. When I was younger, I used to play a lot of video games, as is common among a bunch of us. For me, video games were an escape into the car world before I had my driver's license, so any free time I had was spent racing and building cars in the virtual world. My most played game was Forza 3. I clocked an embarrassing amount of time building my dream virtual garage, filling it up with over a hundred pretty epic cars, or at least epic at the time. You see, I recently logged back onto Forza for some nostalgia purposes, and I gotta be frank, a significant chunk of the cars that I had modified were absolutely terrible. Like E60 M5 with huge chrome rims and Ferrari Enzo with a huge wing. Terrible. To be fair, I also had two mostly stock Enzos in that virtual garage, so I guess I realized how terrible that big winged Enzo looked. Anyway, among the sea of questionably modified vehicles, there was one that stuck out for a different reason. A black 2006 Bentley Continental GT. It was a car that I always had a soft spot for from the day it was launched as a rebranded move for Bentley, so it only made sense I'd get one in my dream virtual garage. Like many other cars, this Continental GT didn't stay stock. Inspired by a lot of Contis in the media and news at the time, I lowered it and replaced the 20-inch wheels with 23s. I also upgraded the twin-turbo W12 engine, giving it a significant power boost over the stock 550 horsepower and a better exhaust note. Finally. As direct inspiration from Top Gear's criticism of its heft, I shed a few hundred pounds and added some better brakes. The end result was actually a pretty solid car, something that still oozed luxury and class. Okay, the rims might have been pushing that limit there, but could go like stink anyway and actually wasn't too difficult to maneuver in the corners. This Continental GT was a full-on proper descendant of the original Bentley blower race cars of the 1920s and 30s, combining quintessential British luxury with performance. This was actually the intent of the Conti GT in the first place. During the 80s and 90s, Bentley were essentially just copying Rolls-Royce, making luxury cars meant to be driven in, not to be driving yourself. The predecessors to the GT, the Continental R and Continental T, were four-door luxury executive sedans with a lot of focus on rear passenger experience. Remember how we talked about Lamborghini being bought by Volkswagen Group and then Volkswagen adding their DNA by introducing a whole new line of cars, the Lamborghini Gallardo? Well, Volkswagen did the exact same thing with Bentley. 
1998, Volkswagen was still on their buying spree when they picked up Bentley Motors Limited. At the time, Bentley were in quite a severe brand decline and in dire need of a shakeup. Volkswagen decided the best thing to do was to shake the old money image of Bentley and start building cars for a younger, less formal consumer while still keeping the luxury. They decided that Bentley needed to go back to their racing and performance routes. So Volkswagen poached the chassis and twin-turbo W12 from their luxury sedan, the Phaeton, and had Bentley build a two-door coupe around it. And that gave us the Continental GT. The Conti GT has been in production since 2005, and even though we've seen some changes and upgrades over time, it's overall still the same to this day. A large luxury barge that could do some performance stuff. The styling and the fact that it was a coupe made it super popular, and it was a huge success for Bentley. It's pretty fair to say, Bentley are still around today because of the Continental GT breaking the mold for Bentley. They even started producing convertibles shortly after the coupe's launch, further adding to the popularity. I think one of the most famous, or infamous, Conti GTs is Paris Hilton's all pinked out one. A bold spec for any car, but especially for a Bentley. I think this perfectly sums up the attitude towards the Continental GT. It was really showing how much of a big change to the brand perception the public had for Bentley. For us car enthusiasts, the Conti GT still had some issues. As Top Gear pointed out, it was still somewhat of a barge, both being super heavy and also super insulating. Not ideal for driving enthusiasts. Even though it was a quick car, it had no purpose being anywhere near a track like the old Bentley blowers. Bentley heard the complaints and in 2009 brought out the Continental GT Super Sports, followed by the GT Speed in 2011. These models were much better for driving with less weight and much more power over the base Continental GT. Now that brings us up to the new 2022 model lineup. Bentley just rolled out the latest Continental GT Speed. Power is up to 650 horsepower, still from a massive and pretty glorious twin-turbo W12. The transmission is also new, an 8-speed dual-clutched automatic, the latest upgrade in the line of transmission since the original 6-speed Tiptronic automatic, which was, quite frankly, pretty garbage. The 0-60 is down to 3.6 seconds, and the GT speed will top out at 208 miles per hour. All this power gets sent from the transmission to the wheels by what's a first for Bentley, a rear electronic differential. It being most likely a present to Bentley from one of their Volkswagen Group siblings, 
This electronic differential should help a lot with how the power gets delivered to the road. Bentley have also added a new four-wheel steering system and sport-tuned suspension, which should significantly improve handling. The brakes are bigger and lighter, with carbon ceramic discs as standard. All of this is wrapped up in a bigger 22-inch wheel. There are some subtle styling differences on the Sport versus the standard Continental GT, but the car still kills it with luxury appeal. But just as a reminder to the world of how sporty they can be, Bentley have tuned the exhaust system, which as they put it, gives the car greater exhaust character. Does this build sheet sound familiar? It's pretty much exactly what the younger me did with the standard Continental GT. Of course, Bentley have added some great bits that my car didn't have, especially the four-wheel steering, but overall they've built a proper enthusiast's Bentley. It seems like a fantastic car just to drive, going mile after mile without a second thought I really hope to see people piling on the miles on these cars and seeing these Continental GT speeds get used for eating up miles on road trips. This could be an absolutely brilliant road trip machine. But as excited as I am for this GT speed, I also get the feeling that this is the end of the Continental GT's chapter with Bentley. First up, there's the engine. a big. W12 with turbos drinks gas, and as we shift away from big-engined cars for more fuel-efficient ones, this Bentley stands out even from most luxury cars. Mercedes and BMW will no longer produce 12-cylinder luxury cars, so this Bentley really is standing by itself. I really think that the mightiness of this W12 is generally underappreciated by the general public and will eventually be replaced by a quieter and much more fuel efficient electric powertrain. The nail in the coffin though? The Continental GT is just no longer the big money earner for Bentley. Sure, the overall shape is getting old, although this 2022 speed is the most gorgeous of the lineup. But the real thing is, Bentley's new darling vehicle is the Bentega, an ugly, unwieldy, and characterless SUV. Therefore, I really do think this is the end of the Continental, at least as we've come to know it, and Bentley are sending it out with a proper salute. This new Continental GT Speed is an absolute beast.